Welcome to this post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. This is Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. The Indiana Hoosiers improved their record to 4-4 on the season with a home midweek win over Butler Tuesday evening. The Hoosier Bats got off to a fast start with five straight hits, leading to four runs. Indiana again used nine midweek pitchers effectively, uh, easily defeating the Bulldogs 13-2. Carter Matheson went 3-for-3 three three with two doubles and a triple. The media met with head coach Jeff Mercer and Matheson after the game. Success against Butler last year. The plan always to throw the nine guys today. Yeah, yeah. The plan was to, to staff it. You know, we had a couple guys. We had Gabe Levy and a couple guys as, as kind of a fireman if we needed them. And, and obviously, we ended up needing, needing Levy there to come in and kind of finish it. Um, we had we, we have enough depth now that we have to keep getting those guys in there. Get those guys ready for the weekend. So yeah, that was a kind of. Uh, How much confidence do you have in Levy with his up and down throughout the season? Yeah, I have great confidence in Gabe. You know, we're, we're working through some different stuff, and you know, it's cold in the beginning of the season. Even even down south, it's it's been cold in his outing. So his velo is not quite where we where it's normally at, where we'd like it to be at, where he would like it to be at. And so I, we're kind of messing with some different stuff until it kind of warms up and we can get that old wing cranked up and, and kind of get the velo back because. He does need the velo to differentiate with the, the changeup. It makes the changeup a lot better in the cutter slider combo. Combo and when he's you know 86, 87 instead of 88 to 91, the off speed isn't just isn't quite as as good when the fastball is not as aggressive. So he'll be good. He can manage. He was the first guy out. He was the fireman today. If he got in trouble, so he'll find his footing. He, he's been really good all year, and, and he'll be good again for us. Has anything uh, changed in the way of the fact that they, you know that we're hitting they're hitting the, ho- the ball a lot harder and into the air today as opposed to a lot of ground balls, which we've seen a lot of the season so far? Yeah, yes and no. I'll, I'll be I'll be frank. You know, we faced really good pitching staffs. Um, you know, this past week in the mound was was really big. So I have no idea if the if the mound being so tall had something to do with just kind of the approach angle. I know that sounds really silly, but. Kind of like you probably, I was kind of scratching my head. Like I've never seen us hit like weak, soft ground balls to the corners like we did all this past weekend. Um, and then today we were we were back in the air like we normally are. So I don't know if it was a fluke deal this past weekend or if it was something with the mound being so big or I don't know. Um, you know, they had good pitching, you know, and, and they did a good job, Texas, this past weekend of cross-firing lefties into righties and righties into lefties, which is a bit unique. Um, maybe it was just a weird weekend. Maybe it was something to do with the mound being so big. I don't know, but it was good to see. Regardless, it was good to see us kind of, kind of right back on it. And I, I kind of talked to the coaches this past week. It's like, hey, if we don't see a difference, maybe we need to change the training environment a little bit to make some adjustments. And then we came out and hit four doubles in the first inning, and it was like, okay, I, I think it's, I think we're okay, kind of stay where we're at. So um, that's a, I don't, I just, that's a great question. I, I don't have a great answer besides. I wonder if the approach angle kind of made things a little bit different for the guys at contact point. Um, with, Matt, with Matheson starting out uh, with the three guys, two doubles and a triple, um, were you going to try to let him go a little bit there to maybe try to get that single and home run and after those two play appearances that that's when you decide to hit? No, I, I, once he uh, either fouled the ball off his foot or he got hit in the foot and it was cold, and I kind of thought, hey, that's probably enough for tonight. You guys got three hits. and. Um, you know, quick turnaround, three flights in a row, kind of wanted to give those guys a bit of a breather. You know, we ended up, we had first and second, nobody out, three straight innings and hitting the three consecutive double plays. And so that kind of pushed my game plan back a little bit, but it was kind of always a plan. If, if we could get a comfortable lead, 
knowing we were really stacked at the back end, those last four guys were, were going to be tough to hit. I wanted to get those guys out if I could. We just didn't get where we needed to get to early enough to get him out earlier. We had a great night. He was awesome. Did you guys see anything on tape that led to the stolen bases tonight? Uh, not, not terribly. It really was just kind of in the moment. A lot of the guys, those guys for them hadn't thrown a ton and so early in the season. Once they kind of, once they vacated the middle, we, we knew we could, we could steal third. Uh, and then we, we spent a lot of time working to steal second base. So we, I feel, con- we felt confident being able to steal second. The big one is, is you're going to want to see how they, in, in real time, how are you holding in second base? They were a lot looser. And they, they vacated early, and there was a big gap between the pitcher and the middle infielders vacating. So once that was, I kind of looked at Zach and gave him a thumbs up, and, and you could kind of turn it on. We knew that we know that we can work to steal second, but stealing third is a little bit more based on how they manage the middle of the, middle of the field. You had a lot of freshmen uh, throwing pretty hard today. Yeah. Um, do, do you do you at this point see a, a real potential for them to kind of fit into the mix uh, in, in key games? Yeah, I, I would really like to, and we've talked about it, where you kind of build a bullpen that you can kind of get to the fifth or sixth and then bring stuff out of the pen. I think it's important to, to build them the right way, make sure they're in position to be successful, and then start to, to kind of throw them in the deep end a little bit as we go. Um, and so you're kind of starting to see us stack the back end. If we were to get to the fifth, could we get those four or five guys up? You know, pretty much have them up every day. Are they up every day? And, and Kraft showed what we've, what we've seen in practice on Sunday, and that was good to kind of get him going. And you could see him as a back-end guy. So, you know, Yoho's really taking a major step forward. Foley was better with his off-speed stuff tonight. Um, Reisdorf was, was, was good. And then, and then Weidecker's got two real breaking balls, and the fastball's got really good life to it. So you, you could see those guys on a day-to-day basis. That, that is the ultimate plan we would like to have is those guys in the back end where you can come in and throw real stuff and then have, have Crafty um, to be able to kind of – well, Crafty with the elevated uh, sinker-cutter combination makes guys make early decisions, change up and curveball really good off of it, and he can go to both lefties and righties. Um, but, but he's going to be uncomfortable for, for lefties predominantly. And having those, those guys would, would make us really formidable at the back end when they're ready. Um, a question for uh, over the weekend on the pitching staff with Siler uh, going five and at 16 pitches. Um, what went into the decision to pull him in the fifth there with that pitch count? And is that something you're trying to build up towards maybe him going against East Carolina? Yeah, yeah. He, he's – it really is just like are, are the pitches labored, you know, 62 and kind of where is he at as far as like his, his cardiovascular conditioning. And he was just kind of at a point where – it's like he's just he's done, right? We would like to get him up to that 80 to 90 plus pitches, um, but at the same time, when you're physically fatigued, like, that's where you know obviously you guys know injuries happen, and then you have a really good offense like Texas, where all of a sudden he has this great outing, and then you, it's like hey, one more, let's get you to 80, and, and he's not quite as sharp, and and all of a sudden he gives up three runs, and, and you kind of ruin a really good outing. So yeah, we would like to build him back up and or continue to build him up, um, but also at the same time not not overextending him. Because we just we feel like we have the depth in the pen if we keep building them and keep getting the right guys in the right spots to not have to overexert guys and be in a long season and make sure those guys are really good. Uh, as you get into Big Ten play in the last month or six weeks, and so just being just being cautious with it. Take one or two more. Does anybody have anything about the weekend at all? If not.
Oh, is the rotation going to change at all the weekend now that you're in a showcase situation where you're playing three different teams? Are you going to change them to more matchup based or is it going to be the same? It's an awesome question. We talked about it for about an hour this morning. <laughs> um, yes, potentially. Yes, potentially. It, it's, really, the question is, is what do you do with Sonar? Right? You, you can, you're, you're still flexible enough to be able to go Saturday or Sunday for him. And probably keep Ben on Friday. I like Ben on Friday. He's an adult. He's a professional. He's a game manager. He sets the tone for the weekend. And we kind of made the, the comparison a lot like Tommy Summer, right? A lot like Tommy. We're a big lefty. As an adult, it's a tough matchup. And the first guy through the wall sets the tone. So he does a good job with that. Um, Sonard could go Saturday or Sunday. And so we're, we're actually still working our way through that. So, yes, we, we, we could see a change in the, in the rotation to kind of match up for teams. Um, if we were to go steady on the weekend, Seti's a Seti's a, a West Coast guy, so a little bit a little bit more familiar with some of that West West Coast style of play. But I'm sure Long Beach will, will be able to do that. Anything else? Um, nine extra base hits today. Um, a little bit less than that department uh, over the weekend. Yeah. And, uh, Texas is what the Cougars uh, were doing better today, so driving. It's an awesome question. I, I don't necessarily know. I mean, it, it there there wasn't a huge. You know, shift. We didn't necessarily do much different. The the first two days um, at Texas, the wind's blowing in, so some of those balls were, you know, Josh Pine hammers a ball to left center, gets pulled off the wall. There were a couple of balls that were hit decent, um, kind of a slow track, and the wind blowing in, so that part of it. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was abnormal the way that we hit the ball this weekend. Um, so I, I I wish I had a better answer. I know that stinks, but I, I, I don't have um, a great a great grasp of it. But um, yeah, it was really nice to see. I kind of took a deep breath kind of early on. It was like, bang, so there we are. That's the offense we're all kind of accustomed to, and we don't have to go in and make an adjustment. I, I feel good about where we are offensively. We're going to hit. I don't, I don't worry about that. But it's, it's you know, the first two or three weeks, and you're still finding the lineup. Guys are still kind of finding their their, their, their stride a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good day. Last one to Carl. Uh, Pete Ceruto. Uh... <laughs> Had a, a phenomenal game Sunday. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about the work that he's done and, and yeah. what what I mean, just all around, just a great yeah. game. Yeah, he, he's he is a, a, a consummate professional, and, and you know on the, on the midweeks when you're trying to get all the different young bats in there and move guys around, but uh, you know he you know the big thing that I'll I take uh, as a compliment to Pete is is Pete doesn't take his offense to defense. He's actually swung the bat pretty well for us, um, but he just continues to to improve. And, and for example. He didn't. He hasn't thrown great um, in the first, in the kind of the three or four weeks leading up into the, the season, and he's been working on just make sure he stays more stacked. His trunk doesn't go over, over his front side, and he's able to drive the ball to the base. And so we were working on it all the way up until Friday and Saturday. Just obviously, knowing Texas is, is is aggressive on the bases, and the teams we're going to play coming up are going to be aggressive on the bases. And he worked and worked, and, and obviously the dividends showed where they just. They, they continued to challenge him, and he continued to step up and, and really won the game for us on the stretch. They they ran into four outs there in the last two or three innings, and and he was able to you know throw a shutout there down the stretch <laughs> with all those guys. So he, he's he works so really hard. He's he's very invested into being. We've talked a ton about being at six runs or less. When we give up six runs or less, you know we're, we're winning sixty five or seventy percent of our games over the last year year and a half. So just really investing into that, and we've been more in that. You know, three to four range consistently, and in in our catching is a huge part of that. Our throwing has been a big part of that. Our, our catchers have thrown so much better. We've held runners so much better. We've given them a chance. So for Pete to have a chance to do those things, 
it really starts on the mound. Are we doing what we have to do on the mound to be able to give him a chance? And then Pete has to keep working to improve like he has, and then it shows up in the game. And, and I'm so glad you brought that up because oftentimes, you know, you, as a coach, you see all the work that guys are putting in behind. Pete's throwing and throwing and throwing, and, and it, at times it doesn't show up in the game, and all of a sudden, boom, it showed up. And it's a huge win. Right? That's a huge win to beat a, you know, a team that went to the World Series on the road after losing really close games like that. It's a kind of breakthrough for those guys was big, and Pete was a main, was a main uh, um, driving force behind that. Uh, so obviously you were seeing the ball really well today, um, and you know you, you had some struggles uh, so far up to the season. What, what was, what was, was there something different in your mindset today? What was, what was really different about being able to to, to swing the bat today? Yeah, I would say uh, just not worrying about much. You know, the struggles lately, whatever it happened, but just staying through the middle of the field, staying on the inside of the ball is the main thing I focused on today. Did the both sides of the field today as well. Um, just sort of what was going through your approach. Just stay through the middle of the field, react to where the ball was. You know, lately I've been pulling off a bit too too much and more than I want to, so just staying through the middle of the field has been the main thing. How great was it, was it to see some extra base hits today? Felt great. Needed it. Uh, you guys have all been pretty aggressive, especially today on the base paths, and yeah. you legged that that you, you stretched that double out into a triple. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was what was going through your mind? Uh, what were you seeing when you made the decision to to head to third? Uh, I looked at Sin. No, I was running rounding first, checked in to see where he wanted me to go, and I saw him rounding me, so I took off. After the offense, it's such a big night. Marshall was saying that he gave you a little bit of rest um, as the as the game was sort of closing out. Um, two doubles and a triple. Uh, were at any point were you thinking cycle in the back of your mind? No, <laughs> whatever happens happens. If I hit the cycle, cool, but it wasn't in my mind. How great is it to uh, feel like you pitchers are kind of giving? Getting, relieving a lot of pressure on yeah. you guys' hitters with how great they performed the last couple of games. How much uh, does that kind of take off your guys' back, your approach? Yeah, a lot. You know, the pitchers are doing excellent. They're keeping us in games when, you know, we're personally struggling. You know, we haven't had our best games, but they keep showing up to play, and they're doing very well. Then on the flip side of that, how great does it feel to give a pitcher a four-run lead heading into the second inning? Awesome. Anything we can do to help them out. They've been performing well for us, like I said, so. Anything we can do on the offensive side to make it easier on them, we try to do. Anything else? What were sort of the moments like? Uh, it was just kind of like a continuous hit train uh, with everyone hitting, and you were sort of one of the last guys uh, to join that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like seeing the guys coming in from the dugout and sort of that energy surrounding the team to get an early lead? Yeah, it's a you know main thing of us, get on teams early, put them away early. And, you know, we try to say, you know, once one guy gets a hit, you know, keep it rolling. Just pass it on to the next is a big thing. What are you taking away from today into your upcoming weekend series? Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend playing some good competition. So just continuing to do what we're doing, keep the offensive uh, offensive side rolling, and pitchers doing what they're doing. The Hoosiers next travel to the Keith LeClaire Classic in Greenville, North Carolina, where they will face host East Carolina on Friday at 4.30 p.m. They will face Georgetown at noon Saturday and Long Beach State at 11.30 a.m. Sunday. Go to iubase.com for the latest on Hoosier baseball. See you at the BART.